Hey folks, we're back. It's a good life, babe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, episode 138. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's a good life, babe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. Our most popular guest, recurring guest, Derek Frame is in the house. I'm figuring out his uh, headphone situation as we roll. What's up, Derek? What's happening? How are you? I'm good. How's life? Sure. <clears throat> yeah, life's life's good. I'm, you know, yeah. living the dream. So I think the last time you were on the podcast, we were kind of down on the Saints after the first loss. No, or maybe you were on after that. They had won a game after that. No, they, no. they hadn't even played yet. The last time Derek was on, ham yeah. kick. We we oh made, the ham kick. No, we, we were that was on the last time. No, you were on one time since then. Yeah, we, we did a preseason. Saints preview, yeah, yeah, that's and right. everyone predicted records, and I went thirteen and three. Guess who's looking good about right now? <laughs> yours, what did I, what did I yours say? Truly. I said eleven. I think right? you said like eleven. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay, I'll take thirty. I'll take. I think it was 13. eleven, twelve, thirteen. I'll take my thirteen. You'll take your thirteen. <laughs> yeah, Saints are looking good. Well, I mean, other than that Tampa game, well, I, no, actually, the first couple of games because they had that game against Cleveland, they didn't look that great, but they they eked out a win there. That and was then, weird. That was a weird. I remember walking out of dome like. Uh, but also, I feel like this, <laughs> How do you I, feel I feel like this Ravens game was really like a playoff preview, you know, because they have a really good defense, and uh, they have, I mean, really good is kind of an is an understatement. And they sacked Mariota eleven times last week. They've done, they did something right. this year that they only sacked Breeze once. Breeze got hit, but only got yeah. But I'm once. saying, like, yeah, they, they, they did, and not only that, but Andrews Pete was out of the game, so Laribas comes in and did a bang up job uh, for pass protection mm-hmm. there as well. Um, but even still, Breeze's numbers were low. But they showed uh, that the Ravens held opponents to zero second-half touchdowns for the first six games of the season, which nobody has done since 1937. It's one of those odd statistics, but, like, nobody ever does that ever. And uh, the Saints scored two touchdowns in the second half and That's a field right. goal. The key to the game, well, for me, was um – Coach was very un Sean Payton in this game, in the way that he stuck with the run. He wasn't cute because we weren't that, getting we were no. only getting like a yard, yard and a half. No, I'm just telling like I know, I know. They, yeah, they, Ingram they, did not match up well. With no, that but defense. they kept running the ball, which they usually like after two or three of those they'll just give up and drew a throw it sixty times, but that didn't happen. They kept like I'm, I'm proud of Sean Payton. Like because you know he he's so are, but yeah because uh-huh. he he can't help himself he he's can't like, help himself he, right, wants, right. he wants to get cute yes yeah, he, he so, but he did off. he didn't get cute he just kept and because that's, that's, that's the first key, cause, drive well because well, well, you guys that's the key you got to get them tired like you they, I, you can't well that's a good point I thought the yeah, same thing Derek as I'm watching that game I'm like you know what even when we were still down the two scores I was like I like the fact that we are going to overpower them in the end we're going to keep running we're going to tire them out we're going to run the ball. I was so thrilled with the way that we performed and got better as the game went on and wore them down. Well, it's funny that you say that because now I can see the method and the madness there. Because well, I mean, it it's also, it's also if, if, you've, if you have weaknesses and holes in your offensive line, the last thing you want to do is be throwing the ball over the place. That's right. But you want them sure, to have sure. the upper hand by running the ball. Yeah. That way they're, they're going downhill on the defensive players instead of the defensive players being in attack mode, like running That's at right. the quarterback. So even though we weren't getting yards, like – that shit was very effective in the, to 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 offset, you know what their their defensive line, which is incredible. Sure, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. like, and you got to protect your Drew Brees. At this point. And all I'm saying, so like running the ball with yeah. with, 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 with when you got holes in your offensive line, mm. that's how you do that. 
Especially when you have two running backs like we have. Like, right. eventually, no. you know, there's gonna, the shit's going to crack. Like, the hole's going right. to be there. Not only that, but I came up with the double negative phrasing, phraseology. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. It's never not Taysom time. Right. Oh, yeah. That's another. Yeah. Which means Dude. it's always Taysom time. No, I, 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 one thing I'll point out about never that guy is that I don't think that he's had a negative yardage play yet. He had one to one. It was the one to Kamara, and it went behind him. Uh, it was like a uh, he, he he threw it over his head. He doesn't know. Not the one. Not the fumble. Oh, not that one. No, in, in another game. In another and game. Because coach got pissed at him and pulled him. Oh, he, it was in the, oh, it was oh. in the end zone. He, he, he was, it was he, a he, pass or was no, it he a kept pass. the ball? He, was he kept the ball. Get, oh, yeah, I see. Right, right, negative, right. Oh, he, he, got, he lost right. yards. Okay. But so if like, he would have gave it to Kamara, he would have scored. But like one play, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, there was one. Right, right. Exactly. There was one. He usually makes good decisions. Good things happen. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 uh, that's an interesting component of the whole Saints thing. Who would have thought that the Saints defensive line would have been ranked, uh, the number one rushing defense in the NFL going into that game? Did you guys know that? I would have predicted that based on our draft and our personnel. I mean, you know, that was the, I mean, that's why you reached to get that guy. I mean, that's that's the whole fucking point. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Cam has always been there, but I mean, he'd been able to be neutralized because nobody was on the other side. So now it's like, can't really double team those dudes, and they can, yeah. you know, they can go at it. And yeah. The interior, you know, the line, both the lines. That's why this team. That's right. And, and yesterday, like, see, you know, it's just like when teams get lucky, you know, like when good teams get lucky. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's I like. Know. It's I like know you're starting to get that it. feeling, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. Like, weren't we supposed to that's lose right. that game? That's a great yeah, segment. Yeah, that's yeah, a great that's segment. a good point. Because yeah. when we were down 10 and everyone was throwing that stat out, you were in the living room at the time at Dan Weiner's house. So we were throwing out the, no one's ever, no one scored a touchdown on this team in the second half this year against the Ravens. Yeah. And we need two, you know? Well, two, and, two, two of those seven and nine seasons, to put a pin on it, that we had three in a row. Two of those seven and nine seasons, we could have gone eleven and five or twelve. And That's four. right, but just with a couple of things going the right but, way. But right, but our thirteen and three season when we won the Super Bowl, it went down like it did yesterday. So like I, like, yeah, because that that season we should have lost to Washington. That was the amazing the Robert Meacham. We should have lost to the Dolphins. That's, That's right. right. That's right. So yeah, we should have lost to Minnesota in the championship game. Somehow it they goes had twelve men way. in the huddle. That's right. Yeah. Yesterday, oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> Chili, Coach Chili, stupid ass. So yesterday reminded yeah. me of that Dolphins game and of that Redskins. What game. I'm saying, but yeah. my, the point I was trying to get to, yeah, is when, when that shit happens, those are the teams like you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, like when we win games, we blatantly definitely supposed to lose. That's right. when it's like okay, watch yeah. out, like this might be the that's. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I got it. That that gave me a feeling. I mean, I, I mean, text first of all, Tucker's been Tucker's been my fantasy kicker for like six years, and that dude never it, ever he never misses. It's the first right. one. He's, he was two fifty five yeah. out of two fifty five, and so like, I was like, I already was like, no, I knew that shit was going overtime. I knew this was going overtime. I predicted the Ravens were going to get the ball. I, look, when I I, I, I I figured it was going overtime. I figured <laughs> the Ravens were going to get the ball, and I figured Tucker was going to win the game. Let's run. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because right. it always happens with the Ravens. Tucker, yeah, got, yeah. Tucker, because we we've, we've never beaten them in the Drew Brees era. Yeah. That's the other thing. Drew right. Brees had beaten every other team except the Ravens, and he joins uh, Manning and Favre. Yeah, only three that, quarterbacks that have ever have done that. Yeah, that's right. But I think what happened was Will Lutz rubbed off on your uh, your boy Tucker. Is what happened. <laughs> there was a he little got, Lutz. He got Lutz. A little Lutz. Well, the odd thing about it too is it it was weird because if you look at the uh, they have those like little flag things that hang off the top, 
and the one on the left wasn't moving at all. The one on the right was just kind of barely blowing. So it didn't look it like, like there was a lot of yeah. wind going on. It was just like some kind of crazy uh, curveball action that was happening, you know. Hey, I like to think we would pull it, it out I'll every time. It. I like to think we would. But pull you it said out. also that he wasn't true, really, actually, on the one that he had kicked before. He you was know, not true. It barely got barely. in, right? It was like this. He was not just looking good throughout that game. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe whatever. I'll take it. I'll take you know? it. Look, the, to win a Super Bowl, you got to have those bounces, man. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's it. That's true. You got to win those lucky games, like Robert Meacham's Redskins play. That you know, I mean, the Colts Super Bowl. You know, the uh, the onside kick. You know? Yeah, that was incredible. I was hanging out with somebody who was trying to tell me that um, last year's Super Bowl was like one of the best Super Bowls ever because they're an Eagles fan. And I'm like, I can objectively as a Saints fan tell you as much as I love the fact that the Saints won in 09, that was a bottom 10 to 15 entertainment value Super Bowl. With if It's probably bottom five if you take away the onside kick. Just objectively speaking. Peyton Manning looked like shit in that Super Bowl. He didn't do shit in the Super Bowl. No, he looked like he was He looked terrible. like shit. Yeah. yeah. And we were kind of deacon and dunking a little bit. All I'm saying is mm. like... The late great Will Smith, like, pancaked them too. These people, awesome. these people who think that their teams are, you know... Like, come on, that Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl is not one of the all-time greats from this last year. I boo-hoo that theory. I don't know. What is the all-time greatest one? The Giants-Patriots? The that's head, the that's, head, that's pretty The head there. catch? Uh, I it's mean, pretty up I got to go back to those Pittsburgh days, man, when Lentz won and John Stallworth were, yeah. were catching those long balls. No, the one was Buffalo in, in New York when the guy, the wide. Norwood. Yeah, yeah, so Norwood. Was, yeah the Norwood. Giants. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Anyway. There were a bunch in there in the The 49ers always 90s. blew people out. So they blew them out. They blew them out. Yeah. yeah. I think they had that one against Denver, 55 to 10. No, no, there was uh, Denver against Green Bay. When Elway came back and did the little windmill spin into the thing. Well, how about uh-huh. the Titans uh, on the last oh. second play? And then how about Pittsburgh oh, yeah. Cardinals when Pittsburgh scored on the last play of the first half on that uh, return from it was a one yard play? That was um, James Harrison. That's right. No, but wait, no, no. But the Titans that was a that was the that was a championship game. No, the Super Bowl. Music City Miracle was a championship game. That was oh, against I'm the sorry. Buffalo. I'm talking about Titans Rams Super Bowl. The last play where the guy got stopped on the one Yeah, that was line. the game after the Music City Miracle. Last play of the game of the Super Bowl. Kevin Dyson was, is, got yeah. stopped on the half yard that's line. That's right. That's right. I remember that team vividly because we beat that team the next year. Oz Hakeem. Right. Uh, Flup muffed. Yeah. Yes. And then it was yes. Milne, and then that's how, because that's where Cohen gets the Milne from. Oh, okay. Jim Henderson says, the most unlikely of all heroes. Nice. Milne got the ball. That's right. 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 See, we just <laughs> yeah. Saints trivia nostalgia. Real quick, <laughs> as, a, as a matter of, as a matter of a non sequitur, apropos of nothing segue. Speaking of that team, the greatest year on turf, the Chiefs. Yeah. Right now, the Chiefs. That's the team they like remind that. me of. Yeah. Chiefs look good. You yeah, came but why? Around. Why does you came it, around? Nobody, nobody you texted ever, me with I an did. apology. Nobody ever night. brings up the he, 2011 he Saints. He never apologizes. The 2011 Saints are. I do apologize from time to time, you know, and and I will say that I'm sorry about the Mahomes thing. I'm just saying this. Look, and I, I'll stick by this. All right, it, as good as he's playing right now, I I do see greatness in that kid, right? Yeah. I I just do. Uh, for I'll finish the first thought. 2011 Saints, greatest offense that's ever been on the field. People always reach back to the greatest show on turf because they had those two years. In there, Kurt Warner, not that great of a quarterback, and doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. And it was a lot but, of sprint routes, wide out sprint routes. Yeah, it was a lot of that right, long right. ball. Exactly. It wasn't very, very. It wasn't cute. But Mahomes is the real deal. 
I think. His dad was a pitcher. You yeah, know, he, he learned that accuracy thing from, from pitching in baseball. He was recruited for Major League Baseball as a Major League Baseball prospect. That's pretty good pedigree right there. And he, and, Boy, and he's got to get on. And he, and he looks good. Get on. What, what, I do, what, I, what I do wonder is this. is like he looks a little slight. And he, he likes he, he he likes to get well, out of the pocket. You, know, you what? know what happens to quarterbacks that get out of the pocket? You know. Well, it's a flag football air. I don't care if they have flags yet. Yet they don't have the flags yet. Yet, but yeah. we're starting to move towards that. And quarterbacks like him that aren't that big are going to be quarterbacks. That he's got a great pass though. He's got a, a whole series of great passes. He can fling it like running yeah. to his left, throwing across the body. And plus, yeah. that Rams team they have some real defensive players on that team. They sure do. There's some Hall of Fame defensive oh, yeah. players but on, I think, that, on that greatest show. So that's, oh, that's yeah. the kind of thing I'm saying. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. And yeah. the Saints did Marshall, not. Marshall Falk. You're right, exactly. So, yeah, offensively, but what we're talking about the whole team. I'm just, I'm, I'm just I saying. Um, but, uh, and also, the Saints, like, who was our second receiver? Like, yeah, we had no, we're, we didn't have a Marshall Falk. I mean, Sproles was, was, was incredible. <laughs> Right, yeah, and PT was incredible. But I'm saying they had fucking Marshall yeah. Falk. That is, there's no comparison sure. there. That's true. I mean, yeah, our receiving core. I mean, yeah, Colston was amazing. Who was our second receiver? Nobody. We don't. We can't. We don't know. Meacham, no. So I'm saying, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The Kansas City, like, they their third receiver is Sammy Watkins. That's he's their third receiver. Yeah, I, I, know. I know. First round draft pick. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So I agree with no, you about know, the 2011 Saints. But I'm just saying, yeah. No, no, and they have what? Taylor. They have, <laughs> they have, no, no. Like I, Kelsey's, I Kelsey's better than Graham. No, they have more. They have more talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had Drew's. I mean, we had Drew. That's the difference. I mean, they have but Tate they have, as a backup running back right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that guy would start on a lot of teams. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm just saying. Just so yeah. it's, I'm just saying, if we're comparing offenses, uh, yeah. we're just taking the three I'm talking about: the turf, eleven cents. Eleven cents. I can't say. Sure. I'm just giving you Chiefs. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. Saints had a few deficiencies. The Chiefs do too. The Rams were a more complete team than both those teams. The Saints might have been slightly better offensively, but but they had Hall of Fame defensive players on that Rams team. Well, and they had Marshall Falk. And they had Marshall Falk, one of the greatest Hall running backs. Yeah, but that's time. my point. So that's yeah. why I disagree with you that this, that 2011 Saints was better. I, I agree that their offense might have been better. Maybe. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not the whole team. Yeah, I'm just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, offense. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but if we are talking about offense only, I think current Kansas City may be better than 2011 Saints because wow. of the fact that their third receiver is fucking Sammy Watkins. Right. Well, the funny thing, I don't, I don't know what, <laughs> actual, what, I'm saying? Like, actual, what actual kind of numbers is he putting up in terms of passing yards. I know he's putting up a lot of touchdowns. I don't know that he's putting up. He's averaging 300 yards a game. He is averaging yeah. 300. All right, yeah. He's 296 or something. He's having a super, super yeah. duper year. And he just yeah. passes the eye test, too, man. He just flings it around like it's sick. He's like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, in terms of an arm, in terms of strength. And then the accuracy is crazy as well on top of Yeah. That. Well, he's a brainy kid. He's got, he's just, it's so obvious. Like you never see somebody that young, that in command. You know what I mean? Like, they usually start him off kind of. I mean, I think that year kind of did him good, you know, where he, he just well, you know sit I, there and learn the I kinda playbook. Feel sorry for, I kind of feel sorry for, like, like there was, like, Cliff Kingsbury. Then, like, there was all those kids that went to Hawaii. 
Like if like if uh, like if their coaches weren't old crackers in the NFL back then, like those kids could have succeeded. Because all the it's, it's yeah. just Texas no, Tech uh, offense. Yeah, it's just he's just fucking. It's just Andy Reid smart enough to be like, all right, let That's me right. get the players to run this college yeah. shit, yep. and then get like a Texas Tech quarterback. Like all those motherfuckers throw for yep. six thousand yards a year. That's all they do. Right. So yeah. I'm like Mahomes. Yeah. He's tailor-made for that system. It's just like... That's right. It's yep. just a bunch of speed and just fucking chunk it. Sure. And, but but, the accurate, but with the accuracy, it's like, bro. That's what's sick. And that's right. why I get back to that flag football thing. But also, there's a level of comfortability that you and I talked about, about these players that come up around professional sport athletes, you know? So, Grant I mean, Hill. His dad a great played example. in the major league no, for 11 years. But, but, uh, they're all the best you know? examples. Grant Hill. Steph Kobe Curry. Bryant. Uh, Steph uh, Curry. Barry Bonds. Barry, it's always yeah, yeah, the yeah, best, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Like they're prepared for it. King Griffey. They've been hanging yeah. out with Andrew Luck. That's right. In practice. Yeah. Peyton the Mannings. That's right. Yeah. 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 Totally. You don't got to worry about any of that head shit with them. No. Well, I don't know. Because Odell Beckham still has the head shit. It doesn't. His dad was a football player. Yeah. It doesn't always apply, you know. Right. I mean, that, sometimes, you know, sometimes there are there are people who have come from that pedigree who have not succeeded many times. Yeah, I mean, death and taxes are the only thing that applies 100. percent I guess. Yeah, right. right. But I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I have to take a closer look at it because I mean, you just don't remember the ones that um, that didn't do as well. But but yeah, I do think true. if you if you have the skills, you know, yeah, it prepares you a lot better because you're not, you know. You've been around media. You've been around all this, like you know, things that a lot of people consider to be like a sh- new shitstorm in their life that they've never had to deal with. Sure. You know, and because uh, like that's the thing that I would worry about about that kicker out of LSU. You know, he's like at this tiny little college. You know what I mean? Then he gets bumped up to LSU, and this guy's getting he's getting approached he's getting, by everyone he's, now he's because. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. By, by like Louisiana Women. girls. No, like, no, he's like, know how to like fucking like a, like a yeah. fucker kicking him. Yeah, they're fucking, they're wooing his, yeah. his ass to yeah. death. He's getting, he's under the spell, you know. Yeah, yeah. The voodoo and shit. He's gonna get signed to, you know, he's going to the NFL. You know, it's just gonna happen. He's gonna end up like Hartley at the fucking rusty nail. <laughs> 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 like remember Hartley was just an innocent young dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little less Hartley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know how small that dude was. Small dude. His Facebook page at the end, man, was something, man. That was that was that was you know how not hey, to do things. In he the got NFL. he got his ring. Yes, it's right. <laughs> Sean Payton just went up to him and said, "Dude, just kick it enough." Because I made the NFL films thing, you know. Yeah, he just like yeah. see. He's like see that. Yeah. See that. What, what was it? What sign yeah, was it? It was like a flag or right, something like, like that. It was a hoodat. It was a hoot. It was a. It was a Florida league. Right. He's, he's like, like see kick it to the Florida league. And the funny thing is, it's like the way that the national media interpreted that, including NFL films, was like it was just like him saying, "Son, you're the best. You just gotta do what you always do." And Kick it to the floor to Lee, and we we got this. But instead, it was like this guy's a dumbass. I better tell him where to kick it. Yeah, just give him something simple, <laughs> like to do. Him, yeah, give him something very fucking. Like you know where you're aiming, right, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. There was a, there was a reason why Garrett Hartley wasn't uh, at the press junkets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he he liked the Adderall too. <laughs> Poor <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> I feel like somebody else gave him a job. Did he play for another team for like two games and yeah, they're like, did. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he got like cut. Like Houston or something. Yeah, cut. they were yeah. like, bro, no. But like two years later, he was 
He was doing workout videos and putting them out there, and he's like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. No, bro. And they're like, like, no, no, you're not. Like, you're there's done. a million kickers, like, we're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like quarterbacks when you get three on a team. You're like, bro, hardly, nah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 There's five dudes in college there about it that we could work at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you got your ring. Yeah, well, he got two contracts. That well, he probably yeah. made what? He probably made four million dollars. Yeah, 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 he made it. Yeah, yeah, he's good. All right. Yeah, he's fine. He's not making he's that Morstead money though. No, no, I, uh, on the no. on the uh, championship parade. Morstead's a freaking Hall of Famer, bro. Come on. Exactly on the championship parade, Morstead and Hartley were both in the Muses. Uh, See, I got to tell you about that because I ended up, yeah. I ended up with <coughs> somehow. I was watching. I wasn't in involved. I was just watching the parade. Sure. But I was at the end over there by the uh, convention center. Okay, I was at least circle. <coughs> Somehow, pre, uh, like, pre circle. whoever, I guess some of my friends or somebody I know must have been playing in there for, like, the party or something. Mm -hmm. Somehow I ended up in the crowd of people going into the thing, like, backstage. Yeah, yeah. With Hartley. is like, one of the people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's smacked. It was just, like, <laughs> and I think it was, like, the Tulane soccer team, girls soccer team or something of that nature. And they're all with him. He's, like. I don't know what to do. I was like, dude, you should take all those girls back to your house right now. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? You told him this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, who knows what combination of drugs I was on, that, that, especially that day. It was all freezing, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like right in the middle of carnival, too. It was like, it was the Tuesday before Mardi Gras. Right. It was the... Uh -huh. Anyway. Yeah, they, they, they stopped there. They had the... What happened during the championship parade, is, as you guys know, but our listeners might not, is that the our parade was basically all the Mardi Gras floats from different crews, right? They all donated so the, a float. The, yeah, so the kickers had the float of the the muses, uh, like the big high heel shoe, yeah. like with right. glittered pink, and it was giant, and that's where all the kickers was because it was a shoe, you know. And uh, Morstead was cool; he was cool as ice because yeah, they all came out and they had a brass band. Or, on the float with them. Yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying. So I think I knew the cats in the band. That's probably what it was. And just kind of floated in. Like, you that's know, it was, it was like having to be right. in the right part at the right time. Just right. like, and I'm like in the crowd of people like, is it like, it's fucking Hartley. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> it's just like, and like all these girls, I, I put it, it was either the Tulane girls soccer team or it was like, or they were cheerleaders, but they all Lacrosse had like, or something. they all like Tulane gear, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, wait, what's happening? And he was just like, I was like, bro, I think you should just go with them. He's I'm way too sure. he's yeah. way too short for a volleyball player. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you should just roll yeah. with them. Yeah, shorty. Yeah, they were soccer girls because they were kind of like short, oh, okay, stocky they were shorties. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, whereas Morstead's like a, a solid he's six, six eight. five. He's six, Is eight. He six eight. Morstead's straight up six eight. That really? is a big dude. Yeah. That's the tallest he's a, guy on the team. He's an impressive guy too. But the punter is often yeah. the tallest guy on the team. Is that right? So weird. I don't know why that is. Why is that? Yeah, no idea. Because of long legs, height yeah. is that? I know, but I mean, like it seems like the longer legs makes it easier to block those. That's I'm always. I don't right. know. I'm confused. <laughs> we gotta get yeah. some crack. We gotta crack get into why Spencer. Why the hell are punters so tall? Like, what's yeah, up? Crack yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have to check that out. We need to get Morstead on the show, man. That's what we. Because like all those, because both those yeah. black punter dudes are both like ex basketball players. Okay, really? Like, like you know the one dude the Raiders uh -huh. traded him to. First of all, what are the Raiders doing? Did you hear about the new one? Wait, uh, they traded Amari Cooper to the Cowboys. Man, I'm gonna tell you what they're doing. So they trade their best defensive player and their best offensive player. All right, first of all, 
If what you, the hell are they doing? If you give saving money, if you give that much money, before they go to Vegas, if you give that money, if you give <coughs> player money to a coach, right. you're telling that that coach that he's now the general manager, right. and that's what's happening. That general manager is not going to be there. He did the same he's thing in sure. Tampa Bay. Yeah, the general manager that was there with Tony Dungy was there for one year after Gruden came in and Gruden rode Tony Dungy's coattails into the Super into Bowl. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right, exactly, and then had. A graph that goes up and down and up and down and eventually down in yeah. terms of like Tampa Bay. Of course. Super spectacular seasons, like a couple of 13 and 3 seasons where everybody's like they're going to win the Super Bowl again and yeah, a bunch had, of mediocre had, seasons and then terrible. Because they had like, first of all, let's talk about who's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. All Stott, Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp, the, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Tony uh, Dungy, uh, Boogie McFarlane. But like, yeah. yeah, Tony Dungy. Tony right, Dungy. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the so, yeah. yeah, so of course, you're like, yeah, duh. Like, of course, he went 13 and 3. Look at the right. look at his fucking squad. They're stacked. That's right. Uh, uh, Sonoris uh, Jenkins and all these, like, you know, so, like all these, like, bro, their defense was. Well, well, just keep in mind after after in Tampa and, Bay and, 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 he comes and, and, in. War done and Allstott were ridiculous. They had like 2,500 yeah. yards rushing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he's he's got this thing about defensive players. I'm not sure why he's getting rid of. Their best wide receiver, but um, and I guess I'm guessing that it's money, but it's pro. It's this thing with Gruden. He comes in, um, he got the general manager fired after they won the Super Bowl. He was like, "I want my guy." He pulls the guy in from Oakland, right? The first thing they do, they fire Warren Sapp, right? Right off the bat, boom. That's dumb. Dumb, <laughs> right? Exactly. He had like four or five more Pro Bowls right. in him after that, course, yeah. right? And uh, and and. Did a host of things that were like really like left you scratching your head, you know, while Tampa Bay just like faded off into kind of mediocrity. Here's the thing about John Gruden, he's only barely above 500, yeah, in his yeah. record, yeah, barely above 500. You know, he he doesn't have like he's he's a Jeff Fisher type coach to me. Well, the only thing is, was you know, it was because of that one photo, like Mike Holmgren had the tree, and like they're all in the photo together, it's like. Oh, right. Fisher, sure. Gruden, uh, the Petersons in there too. Like so that it's always been that tree. It's like uh, uh, Andy Reid. You know they were all coaching the, sure. the same for Green Bay. So it's like that. It's all it's all the same fucking hero, good old boy Brett Favre shit. Like so everybody from that whole team. That's right. It's part on, of the whole. Hold on. hold on. Let's let. Like, I want to talk about the. Green am I not trait. right? Am I not you, right? You, you you are in a sense, but I want to talk about the direct. Gruden tree, the direct no, Gruden tree. The, yeah, not the tree he started. I'm talking about the one he came from. Right, the one he came from. I'm yeah. talking about the one that he started okay. out of Tampa Bay. All yeah. right. No, not so that. when he got the guy, I'm to talking come about in, Green Bay Gruden. That's why. It, yeah. People had the fascination because it's from the Mike Holmgren, Andy Reid, Doug Peterson. Right. Doug Peterson was the backup quarterback. Right. But uh, just that. That's what. That's my point. That era of when Brett Favre was go. Look at him. He's a he's a teenager out there. Blah blah blah. The whole shit, sir. Fisher was part of that. So everybody, anybody that was part of that regime is held up to some irreverent, like, because right, they, because, right. yeah. they, you know, they, they, all, I, I hear they, all, yeah. they, they all want their parcels or their, their Bill Watts. They're like, no, that's, that's right. true. That's right. And, they, and, they, like, and they have the IQ of an elementary student. Right. Like, elementary school student. Like, these right. guys aren't bright. Right. Like, fucking John Gruden, they're not. They're, they, 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 we always talk about this cliche of, and I just heard you do the voice, the voice of these dudes who right. announce games and coach games. They have that voice. In the National right. Football League, you just yeah. have to be tough and run through. They're not right. fucking smart people, yeah. man. And Gruden... Of course, they're like banging, the, into, they're banging a, their head against dudes. They're Gruden's like, the best well. example of that, man. 
Not Gruden is a have fucking success. meatball and a half. Dog. He's a meatball and a half. Yeah, and I don't want my head coach to be a meme. You know, like Chucky. He had yeah. that Chucky thing. His whole thing is based on personality and that face right. and riding Tony Dungy's success. Because right. after that, he Tony really Dungy did, is a smart guy. Well, he did, he did have a little exactly. bit of success early on because they had that one, oh, that era in Oakland with Rich Gannon and, and at that tail end of Jerry Rice's yeah, also, career. Yeah, Jerry and, Rice was Brown. still balling his yeah. ass off. Yeah, yeah, of course. He also has Charles Woodson, who was like, a, who was That's like right. the best yeah. defense. And Rod Woodson. And yeah, Rod Woodson, both at the same and time. Look, right. you, I'm sorry to say yeah, sorry. Uh, this is what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. When you follow Gruden and what has happened is his legacy after Tampa Bay, it all leads to the uh, to Washington. That's where it goes. That general manager leaves, gets hired by Washington, goes there, commits uh, some of the worst decisions that yeah, you could ever yeah, imagine. The worst signings in, ever. in the history of deciding about it coaches should be a felony. Which which like the first one he does is he brings in. The dude NASCAR, the old the dude from way back when. Yeah, Gibbs. Right? Gibbs, right? They bring back he Gibbs. Was like 90. He was like and then they on. bring in like, what are y'all doing? Uh, what's his, what's his name? Who was already like, done. I don't even know how to dress anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, Sh- shenanigans. What was it? What was that guy's name? Shanahan from uh, Shanahan. from, yeah, from Denver. Right? The nose. Rat face. Yeah, the yeah. nose. <laughs> like his what... his vessels. If he drinks one more beer, his nose is gonna explode. <laughs> Rat face. Ratface comes in and uh, they have the whole thing, uh, the the quarterback controversies, and uh, with RG three, blow they blow they blow out RG 3s knees, blow. and then and then of course inevitably it leads to we got to hire John Gruden's brother to yeah. be the head coach of the Redskins. Right? How hard? So is now it they're doing be? okay. They're doing okay. Yeah. So you know if if he was on the bubble this year, oh and by the way, through all that, the dude convinced that fool owner to give him a promotion. So as they're failing and going through all this stuff, the guy gets a promotion. So now he's like, he's like the Mickey Loomis of uh, of Washington. It's it's kind of crazy. That's the that's the John Gruden legacy. To me, I see that going on in Oakland right now. He's going to try and take over everything, make all the decisions, and it's it's going to be a mess because that owner is a yeah, mess. Yeah, he, he's over way too. over. He's way over his head. Like the NFL's changed so much. He's 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 he's. he's that's true, but also you see, like, see, like, see, yeah. the thing is, like, see. Like even Sean Payton, who's kind of old and and like, you know, what I'm saying if he didn't have Drew Brees, this shit probably wouldn't work either. But he was still way ahead of his he's time. Innovative. He's innovative when he started, but he's still, but he's still not. He's not. He's on the. He's not. He's on the back end of innovators currently. Like he was ahead of his time back then, and now he's right there. The now he's like in the, in the middle, middle, middle of the innovators. Yeah, he's not. I, the, I agree with that. So that's what I'm saying. So, but, but. Gruden it was never Gruden is never you know what I'm saying Gruden's like your like um, Atlanta coach Quint like these that so, I mean or Mike Smith who was yeah. the Atlanta coach that just got fired from the Bucks why do we keep reading these retreads around it's like only they, in this fucked up ancient like dinosaur like sport my point is yeah but the NBA does point, that too my point I was saying the earlier, NBA does that a lot there was a lot of quarterbacks in the 90s and early 2000s that could have been NFL quarterbacks if motherfuckers would have been yes. progressive that's yeah. right like that's right, right now I'm a, that's why Patrick Mahomes exists because motherfuckers are being progressive that's with right. the way they're building their team because Andy, right. Andy Reid reached but, out to the Texas yeah, Tech coach and he consulted had right. him consult the, te- the college coach yeah nobody so. got a bigger shaft than Vince Young you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Vince Young should, could have been a Hall of Fame quarterback. I know. I think exactly. Vince Jeff Fisher wasn't his fuck. Uh, totally. Oh, Jeff Fisher's like, well, run the ball. Totally And, agree. and then you will have a Totally. Cool, do quick slants. And we're going to get a speed guy. And I object to I object to the no, NBA being no similar. Fucking, because no, I'm just saying there's no fucking creativity. There's no, right. 
Like, like Vince Young, like, come on. Like, yeah, that dude could have been, like I said, a Hall of Fame quarterback if motherfuckers would have been progressive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we were just talking about retreads, and there's a lot of retreads. Oh, there's in the retreads. NBA. But I mean, in terms yeah. of just not being progressive, the NFL is just. I mean, oh, there's I no doubt have, about that. We've talked. I guess about how that are you going to be progressive when you don't need? Wait, that's no. why. The, that's why the Giants are so pitiful now. Like, look at them. Oh. They're, trying, they're like they're trying to play 1999 football in exactly. 2018. Like, the best thing. Yeah. Right best thing now. about yeah. those guys right. are the daughters acting and shit. Oh yeah, I don't know what the uh, owners' Mar- daughters. Oh yeah, Rooney Mar. Uh, the oh. Mar girls. Oh. That's yeah. the best shit about the whole franchise. Oh. Just saying. Yeah. Like, they're the most regressive people in the whole right. Giants franchise. The team. Is the two daughters. So, let them run the team. They'd probably be doing much better right now. Much better. Because they're data driven, I'm sure. Yeah. These are data driven <laughs> girls. The way they pick their movies, you can tell. I don't know, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't figure out why in the NFL there's like so much uh, mediocrity at the. At the quarterback position, we've talked about it's this a lot. It's because the coaches are mediocre, you know, bro. The ownership, because you think it, so? It starts with yeah, the ownership, it's the coaches, dude. But it's, um, it's ownership, but it's also, but like, like Joe Montana, of course, a great high school and college athlete, and probably a semi-smart dude. But Bill Walsh, dog, mate, that's that's that's, right. that's how the shit works. Jimmy Johnson, Troy Aikman is a fucking ape. Jimmy Johnson is the reason why, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, right. It, yeah. It's, so it's like these ass backwards, antiquated fucking coaches that are stuck on this stupid ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same yeah. why LSU went in, because Coach O's finally like, oh, I should open it up and let the fucking, like, yeah, open it up, asshole. I think, I think, you got a fucking coach. I think, I think, because he sits over there. <laughs> it's you like see, he, his, like, his mouthpiece, like, <laughs> he keeps the mouthpiece up here. <laughs> right. He, he keeps it up here. Which tells me he doesn't want to talk back he's to people. He's just talking to himself. He's just talking to himself. Yeah. He sits <laughs> over there and he looks all burned out and right. stuff, man, with the corpuscles and everything. And I'm like, these dudes are running everything right. over here. This Which is, is that's, this, that's fine. That's brilliant. That, yeah, yeah. He's like, all I got to do is clock management. Right. And I need an assistant for that. Every right. now and again, he yells at somebody. Most of the time, right. he just sits there and chews, and he's got the thousand yards there. Hey, but he's keeping. He's about to keep his job. By well, yep. Oh, he's I know. organizing. Yeah, he's just that, keeping it Well, he's that team is like I can't right. even believe how far that team has come this year, man. That's like unbelievable that they're doing guy, what like, they're doing. Change, the like, defense is amazing, man. Saying, just like, they're going to get blown all, out by Alabama, like, but you know whatever. Any coach is an idiot too, not to change. Like you're the coach, right? Like. You're one of the top dudes in the organization. You have the facility all the time. You've seen this shit change. When you started this shit, they had treadmills and, and loose weights. Now you got plyometrics and all kind of fucking, like, you know what's happening. Everybody, their motherfuckers are getting faster, stronger as fuck. Yeah, all the quarterbacks yeah, yeah. can run. Yes. All the yes. fucking receivers can throw. All the running backs can catch. All the fucking, yeah. all the linebackers can also play right. right. Like, they're all right. really, like, right. call, like, you got to get, like, well, I think maybe we're we've moved. I, I mean, mean, that's that's why Jackson. That's why those players in Jacksonville are pissed. They're like, look at the fucking athletes you have on this defense. I can't believe it. We should it. be fucking crushing people, man. Not like, only on the defense, they, they got the athletes on the offense. That's what they don't How could Tampa Bay be as bad as they are? How I mean, could Tampa these Bay? These coaches suck? are fucking terrible. I would because, take terrible. Because, I would take because they, because any because one they of Tampa's believe, top three believe, receivers. They don't believe anyone. In because they don't believe in black and Hispanic coaches. That's and they right. Don't that's believe right. In young coaches. That's, that's right. right. But so, what's, right. The, what's team has a young coach? Sean McVay. 
Yeah, he's that's right. ten years younger than all three of us. But he's yeah. a data-driven yeah. guy with an innovative approach. Yeah, and, and, so and they're crushing these, people. So many, these, so many, so many, yeah. exactly. I know, I get it. And yeah, you know, there's like thirty, there's thirty Sean no surprise that in the it's world. coming from the West Coast. Elon, either, Elon you know? Musk, if he ran a fucking franchise, his Twitter, all his stuff coaches would be Sean McVay. He'd be good, right? Exactly, he'd be good, right? It's because it's this fucking money. Look, here's the reason I don't think it's changed. It's because it's a big fucking iceberg that fucking moves really goddamn slowly or melts really slowly. And there's too much money to... There's not. There's no reason to affect change because they're making so much no, money. All, and they're about to die. They're about to die. And all the business owners in these communities, you know, they want to play golf with the, the team owner. And, right. you know, we're going to go fishing together. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I can't hang out with Sean Mavay. He got... He don't see how I see... He's a young man. He listen to rap music and hang out with the black dudes. Like, I can't, he can't be my coach. You know what I mean? He don't play right. golf. He goes plays that right. disc golf. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of fucking no. pansy, what kind that, of pansy pussy fire coach no, is doesn't. that? But I'm saying, but that's how they think. No, no that's no. exactly how they think. It's like fucking ridiculous. But they're all, it's like, like, exactly. Right, yeah. it's, the NFL is going to be interesting. Let's just, let's just, I don't, let's just pretend like the NFL is going to exist for another 20 years. Right. If it yeah, did, yeah. Yeah, that's there'd fun. be some crazy-ass shit when all these old fuckers die and the kids take over. Dude, that's going to happen soon, man. You're going to have a year in the not-too-distant future where, like, eight of these owners are going to die in a year. Exactly. I'm serious when I say that. It's, it's going to happen. And suddenly the NFL is going to be, like, taken over by some wacko, like, kids that are inheriting it. Google. And and what they're going to see exactly. is what everybody's seeing, which is that like <laughs> nobody uh, from Nevada over to the Pacific Coast gets to play uh, full contact football until they're 14 years old, right. you know? And and that's the trend in the United States, exactly. and that's where and it's going to go. They're smarter because they know because they, they have because you can't just use your physical attributes but until you you know you have to actually Scheme and that's right. know the angles and how to play the game. Like they're all they are already talking about. And it. You and I talked about it. Starting you, the league right you, now. You and I talked about it. Yeah. That that uh, flag football is becoming the thing that they're paying attention to, and they and they're paying and attention to people. From yes, because the way the rules are changing, the way you can't get hit. Uh, loans itself to people who've practiced at that game. So they're already looking at kids who are the best kids between the ages of 10 and 14 in the flag football leagues because they know that's the way the rules are going. Yeah, but it, You're yeah. going to have a hybrid game in look, 10 years. No, it's going to no, look no, like... No, 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 no. None of that matters, man. It's that's about, the way it's, it's going to look. It's still about... Guess which team has been penalized for pass, for um, for roughing the passer? Rams. One guess. Rams. No, they, they, they have. Just think about it. In terms of a smart coach, there's only one team in the NFL right now, this season that hasn't been penalized for roughing the passer. Which team do you think Pats? it is? It's not the Rams. Of course, it's the Pats. Yep. See what I'm saying? Yep. It's all fucking coaching, man. That's right. Tom Brady is a fucking lanky ass. He was a below average college quarterback at yep. best. Right. He was like. True. No, that is that's a genius coach. That's it. Just all I'm just saying, <laughs> like, no, I'm just saying, like. And he has to put up with uh, Tom, that little, that little lanky ass quarterback's like personal health guru. He has to put up with all that shit. He manages all those personalities and egos too. Well, I'm saying well, people well, were no, giving the, sh- the Patriots shit years ago about not having a running game, right? Because they figured it out like, no, we're gonna get nine short white dudes 
and, and call them running backs or wide receivers. However, we got to, so, you know, because Rex Burkhead, is he a running back? I don't know. Right. Or Danny Woodhead a running back? Sure. Probably not. I mean, he catches Edel, balls, is, he returns is, Edel, is Edelman a what receiver? I don't know either. So right. that's my point. Like, we no, no. got a bunch of fucking really quick ever, athletes. Ever since Sproles and, and, yeah, yeah, in that so, era, so, like, so, Woodhead. So right. then what the fuck running the ball? Like, we... Because, like, look at Hill in, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in like, Kansas City now. Yeah. They run him out of the backfield like four or five times a game. The point is, <laughs> it's real obvious to see, uh, I mean, who's going to the playoffs, which team, because, I mean, we just said it, because yeah. the, the, these other motherfuckers don't have a fucking clue. There's a real Like, there's, like, literally yeah, have no clue. It's like they're in a totally different league. There's a real disparity. Yeah. Between smart coaches disparity. and like everyone else. Like, a big else. disparity. Yeah. Giants, like yeah, yeah. Grand Canyon. Like, yeah. You know who's been calling <laughs> like, this out is uh, uh, Mike Lombardi's been calling this out on his podcast he does at The Ringer. And he's been calling the, he's and he's been praising the Saints and Sean Payton all season. And it just, you can, he finally doesn't, he used to have to work for, he worked for the NFL Network. He was a GM for a while. He's a smart guy, and I've been listening to him forever, but he's never been free to really speak his mind right. until he got this gig with the ringer. Right. And now it's just like, oh my, every Monday morning, he's like, can you believe what that coach did yesterday? What are he's they like, doing? It's unbelievable. These coaches are idiots. And then he looks at Sean, and there's like eight teams that have good coaches. That's about it. Yeah. Those are teams that are going to those eight. How many yeah. teams go to the playoffs? Yeah, twelve. So there's gonna be yeah. four. There's gonna, there's gonna be four bad teams. There's gonna be four wild card well, teams. There's always four bad. There's gonna be four <laughs> wild teams. Card teams that get spanked the first weekend, yeah. which happens yeah, exactly. every year. Every year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee's Mike Vrabel. Tennessee, Mike Vrabel. Miami. Miami. Yeah. Somebody's gotta Miami win the NFC. Right. Someone has to right. win the NFC. So whoever they'll get, it'll be like they'll get smashed. It's not gonna be Dallas. Dallas is terrible. All their coaches. Doug Peterson. I mean, he. You know, he. He was forward thinking enough. To call those plays in the Super Bowl. That's right. So, I mean, I Some know. team has to win the AFC South, too. Jeez. Look wow. At their, look at their coaches. It's what is ter- what is up with uh, what is up with the Colts? Why can't they win even when Andrew Luck They don't have an offensive good. line. They don't have offensive line. They never have. Why like, can't they get offensive line? Like, what the fuck what is, is wrong so with so weird, like, man? What are, what are y'all drafting? You got this great quarterback right. there, man, who could like get you in contention, and they won't do anything. Have no running. I can't had. name a single player on that team, man. On the, I can't name a single player. T. There you go. One. On the, on the rest of the offense, can you name anyone else? Of course not. I can't name a single player. <laughs> this I is be, like a couple of years you, ago. You can't name anybody. A, Marvin Harrison. I bet you there's at least one white tight end from Stanford, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So look, man. Could do y'all? Uh, we we should segue into something else if, if we if we can. But yeah. uh, but do y'all have any? Um, this is uh, two thirds of the way into the Saints season. Any uh, follow up predictions on our preseason predictions? Where, where where do you guys see this going right now for the Saints? I mean, I'll stay with eleven five. I mean, if it's twelve or thirteen or whatever. But yeah, right. I, I mean, I, they're going the into a tough stretch. It's hard to have, see them we, winning. We might have four games, games in eighteen days. Right. That's got, about to yeah. happen. They got yeah. two Thursday night games in a row, too, as that's well. That's what I'm saying. We're about to have four games in 18 days. So Yeah, it's rough. We'll see. I'm still sticking with 13 and 3. And we got to play the Rams. We got to play Vikings. The, Vikings the Vikings on the road the this week, and, the and then the Rams. The yeah. The Eagles so, yeah. aren't looking nearly as good. No, but, you know, still. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my 13 and 3, but, uh, and I think, you know, I wouldn't mind having to play in LA if LA ends up getting home filled throughout. So I just my my hope is that LA or us, of course, has the home field throughout. 
But LA has a couple of tough games too left on their schedule besides us. Yeah, I'm, I'd have to look at their schedule because I haven't seen exactly who they've played and how tough it's been for them. So I'm not sure yeah. how convinced I am about L.A. Because what I hear about them is that they, they rush the passer. I mean, that's super effective. Sure but, that the, but the rest of their defense isn't that great. They're, they're, Corners. Well, the secondary, secondary is not that great. Hurt, I, think so we, I think we match up really good against yeah, that Yeah, but they haven't, they haven't even been 100%, though. That's what's scary about them. Oh, I see. Because like, they do have, they do yeah, have they do. a Aqib Tlaib. Right, right, right. They got, yeah. they got a few. Like, they yeah, don't – they got dudes. Yeah, they got dudes. They're so deep. No, no, yeah, yeah I'm, not, see, yeah, I'm yeah. not brushing them off. They're I, the kind just, of team that could be yeah. 14 and 0 and still hit another gear at the end potentially, like through the playoffs. They're that kind of team. I'm just, they're yeah. just, uh, and their their receivers is weird too. Like, like, yeah, um, who are they? Another, uh, like, um, they uh, they have they have fucking uh, our boy number 10. That was us, Brandon and Cooks. Oh, Cooks. Cooks. Yeah, they got. Cooks. He's their third yeah. receiver. Yeah, he's Robert number three. Woods. They never say his name. Yeah. Robert Woods huh. be getting like. Six, seven catches a game. Right. Mm-hmm. Then Cooper Cup, another one of those little white dudes. Is he a receiver? He's, I don't know. He's, my right. friend, he's always in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Gurley. <laughs> yeah, Gurley's Gurley. Gurley's yeah. Gurley. like Marshall Falk, but like he's like the size of Larry Johnson. Right. He's huge, but fast as hell. Like, yeah, I know. He's like LeBron James. Like, like Gra- Gurley's like straight up LeBron. Like, like, Gra- like Grandmama Larry Johnson? Yeah, like, no, no, like Larry Johnson, had, uh, they used to play for Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah, yeah big, gigantic guy. That, yeah. yeah. Well, Larry Johnson, Grandmama was big, too. Too, but yeah, but, yeah I'm talking about his run, as far as running backs go. He's huge, like a fucking huge, big-ass running back. Yeah. But he's he's, the, but he's, he's fast he's as hell. He's hands down the best running back that's he's to come along. He's definitely LeBron James. Like, he's, he's huge He's the heir to fast. the Adrian Peterson. Ridiculous, firm. like. Yeah. And Gurley's young. He's like 26 or two, like they. Yeah. Watch out for them. No, they're, I know. Now, I know. now, now, the thing about the thing, none of it, their quarterback, his mentals, we don't know because he's still a kid. So he, you know, I don't know if he could beat Drew Brees and 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 those people in the playoffs. That's that's the big X factor yeah. that I that I look for because like when you when you because we know back, Matt Ryan can't. We we know we already know he can't. He can't beat anybody in the playoffs. No. No, it's just not. He's not. That's put to rest. That's he's totally. It's over. His it's over for him. Um, you see, oh wait, I got y'all know the so you know the Lebertard show. Yeah. With you know with his the TV show with his yeah, and they got father. the dad. Yeah. So the dad one uh-huh. day. <laughs> That's a silly show. The dad one day, like three weeks ago, he's like, he just starts doing this. He's like, oh, he's got that Matt Ryan. He's stick. like, he's like, what? Oh, and then like the, the chick. Uh, I think it was Mina Kimes and one of the people that's on there. He's like, Poppy, what, what's wrong? He's like, do you smell that? He's like, it's the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank God, Poppy. That's awesome. Okay, I want to run something by you guys, and maybe as a segue to get into the Pelicans. Okay, but, go ahead. Um, and also speaking of like the flag football thing and potentially where football is going, I think it'd be interesting to do like, look, in the middle of the summer, let's say fo- NFL goes away at some point, but how are we still going to have football? I think it'd be dope to have a tournament. You know how they have the basketball tournaments, you know, that aren't NBA, that are like celebrity ex NBA players, like yeah, a yeah, tournament, yeah. and it's on ESPN. They have a big summer, TV summer league stuff. They yeah. make money and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, you do like an eight-team flag football, four to six-week tournament of all NBA players. Oh, that that's a lot of them. That'd be badass. A lot of them speaking of the ball. Run, 
Speaking of LeBron James. Yeah, a lot of Le- LeBron as a tight end. Jesus. Just as a tight end. Wow. Exactly. There's footage of him. Have you seen the footage of him when he played football? Because him Maurice, you know, remember Maurice Claret, the yeah. Youngstown boy. So they were on a team together. LeBron, I think it was there's there's, there's footage of LeBron, like his freshman year of high school playing receiver. Be, he's already like six four. He'd be a sick tight end. And he's yeah, he was pretty football. yeah. Oh yeah. But I think that would be fun. You He'd know. be a sick tight end in real life. He would be a like, sick tight end in yeah, real but life. Yeah, like <laughs> seven on seven, yeah. seven on seven like, yeah. football with like eighty players total. I'm telling you, that's where it's going. Man. You heard about this new professional football league that's starting next year? And don't there's gonna be women too. Don't sleep on women oh, football I'm not in like yep. ten years. Like yep. and I, also on the West Coast, yeah, a lot right. of women's leagues out there and yeah, right. balling too. Like yeah. So yeah, there's right. other there's yeah there's shit that shit's gonna change, and there's too many. There's just too many other sports, man. Like people are getting, you know, yeah. Like skateboard dudes are making million dollars now, you know. So yeah. I'm like, why the fuck would I? Why would I ever do that? Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, you could just yeah. <laughs> like, I could just live in Hawaii and surf and still like be a million dollar athlete. Like, I'll just do that. I could play Ultimate Disc. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just, but. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, totally. And have a decent living. I mean, there's dudes. Brain there's we see. Running the mill, random ass people on TV every night playing poker, becoming millionaires right. right in front of our fucking face. Yeah, that's so you think So you think motherfuckers going to choose to play football when they, when they got all these fucking outlets to get paid? Don't sleep on darts, man. I'm just, hey, I'm t- <laughs> You I'm, think that's funny? I, no, no. On, on the BBC network, yeah. they uh, push darts. I bet they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Bro, that's what I'm trying to tell you. There's way too much shit. Yeah, right. yeah. Bowling. But look, man. I used to love bowling. We'd be. Anyway. We're well, that's, what I, that's the best thing about watching that. Yeah. It, feels like it feels like we're being extreme, but we're not, though. Like, this, the, the, like that shit could disappear. Like, because it's part of, like, like we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. Because it's part of the same old regime, the, the same that's old right. shit, the other shit in America that's dying, too. That's right. Like, we all love it, but there's ways I'm we, there's no, ways, there's ways we can yeah. get fulfilled without, without football, I'll bet. Fucking right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, everything has, everything has its apex. Right. You know, I mean, we see it because we're like in the middle of it, right. and we're seeing it at the apex. It's just because our lives happen to coincide with that apex. You know, exactly. but if you rewind the clock 30, 40 years before that, you know, nobody was thinking about football. Nobody was thinking about football and the baseball game and the baseball game. Exactly, man. right? Exactly. Yeah, nobody nobody was thinking about coming. basketball. As a right. matter of yeah, fact, exactly. even yeah, like that. So yeah, I mean, except rich Californians, they loved it. All yeah, the people, yeah, they. Yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, it took a long time to get you know to football to where. It was going to be. I mean, before they had the Super Bowl, you know, I mean, what did they have? They had like a couple of teams that were like, yeah, they had the championship. They had two different leagues for the longest. They had two different leagues for the first two or three Super Bowls. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it it takes a lot to get it to where it is. And it can definitely go down. And I I think it's going to, you know. I mean, it's like I told Joel um, when I was like, I went to buy my car a few years ago. And I was riding up this road and I passed up where I was going and was in Mississippi. And I'm like, this is like Gulfport, but not actually in Gulfport proper, you know? So it's semi-rural and and I'm driving through and I see the biggest kids sport, uh, soccer complex that I've ever seen anywhere in Mississippi. So like if you're in a state that's as regressive as Mississippi and that idea has caught on, you know, functionally with parents in Mississippi, you know 
Like, if it's at that level in Mississippi, where is it in California? It's on, like... Yes, I know some girl that works for this one of these uh, places, and they just built some million-dollar skate park in Mississippi. Yeah, right, Of right. all places. So, like, when that money, when the, you, you got... A million dollars is not easy to raise, no. <laughs> for crying out loud, you know, for a That's skate crazy. park. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. right, exactly. So you have to have people who are interested in it on some level. And that Jonah Hill movie is coming out mid-90s about skating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever, I'm just... You know. Like, I'm just saying, like, a lot of shit... Like, I remember when the X Games first came out, I guess, I mean, I was probably, I guess, we were in college, I guess, when that shit first came sure. out. Like, I, mean, I remember being like, fuck, like, so do that shit when I was like 19 years old. Like, we right. build dirt ramps and flip over to, and to, do backflips off buildings and like Dude. dirt bikes. And I'm like, damn, I just kept doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Paid right yeah now. we would do like this. We would do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go to construction, we'd go to construction sites. Yeah. And we'd take cinder blocks and then take plywood and even narrow strips of like two by four and just, like if, but if we you, would if try you could any, get up the ramp, we would try anything on bikes, you want, motorbikes, you want. skateboards, roll it like yeah. we extreme athletes before we knew that was a thing. That's right. Just like that's what you did. Just out of boredom. That's like, what you did. Yeah, yeah. You let's see if we let's see if we can jump over ramp. the. Let's see how far we can build. How high we got to build the ramp so we can just jump right. over the fucking street. It yeah. was like figure that shit out. Just like somebody landed in a tree or something. We're like. Yeah, some people, some kids got hurt. Yeah, but I mean, was, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, but I mean, like I think I, I think I landed on a car one time, like, like when I, like, like you know the one kid who's supposed to be watching out, like didn't look exactly. both ways. He's like clear, I'm like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. All right, what about the Pelicans? Yeah, go ahead. Y'all, what y'all about talk, the Pelicans? Talk, I don't even know what happened in the off season. Y'all, y'all go ahead and talk about the Pelicans. Well, thing, I mean, well it's, it's it's okay. We're off to again. So basketball. Okay, again. So. Evolution. So, okay, so the number four spot, right, in basketball. Traditionally, you know, to all, from the beginnings of time to up to Kevin McHale and, and right. Carl Malone, right? Sure. So, like, Barkley was already kind of a hybrid. That's true. Barkley was an early tweener hybrid. He was just so such a beast. It didn't his size didn't matter. He was but like, like the Draymond Green a little bit. He's a Draymond Green. Yeah. But, I mean... But it enters, first it was Drazen Petrovic, right? Rest in peace, Drazen Rest in peace. Petrovic. God, I've lost him. Then it was early. motherfucking. That was Dirk before Dirk. Then it was, so I'm getting there. So then it was, then it was, <laughs> uh, see, you, you jumped the line. Sorry, then buddy. it was Coach, right? Because it's like, this motherfucker's 6'8". Like, why is he on the perimeter? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, that motherfucker doesn't miss a shot. <laughs> like, yeah. I get that, okay. And then it was like, yeah, then there was Dirk. And like Dirk, like first of all, I can name ten, maybe fifteen current and and recently retired Hall of Fame players that totally do the jump shot that Dirk does with the one leg up thing. Dirk started that shit in the finals against LeBron. A brilliant fucking move. Guess who does? Kobe stole it. LeBron LeBron stole it. Carmelo stole it. They practice it. You watch the shoot arounds. They practice it. Yeah, Kyrie, uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard does it. Yeah. Uh, some that, like I said, evolution. They're, they're so practicing to get us, balance. So in, in regards to the yeah. Pelicans, Meritich, fucking right. He plays the four position, right? He don't have no power. He can't push nobody around. He looks like he has the flu all the time. He can't like he box out. Like he looks weak and sweaty. He can right. box and drain but you know what he can do? That motherfucker can jump. He can shoot. That's right. <laughs> 
He can dribble. He can pass. He can pass the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, so, Coach Gentry, again, because of basketball, has some dumb coaches, too. You know what I'm saying? Luke Walton, he's going to prove how dumb he is because he's about to lose 10 games in a straight with LeBron. Watch. Yeah. Mark my words. That's he, a good, that, Luke dude, that's Walton, a hot take. I like your hot Luke take. Walton, well, Luke Walton ain't going to make hey, it. Hey, folks, to, we have hot takes here. Luke Walton ain't going to make it to January. That's a hot take. Really? You heard it here first. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Well, LeBron has gotten <laughs> a coach. You already five. know. It. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Who's no? I'm with you. On I that. mean, who's uh, um, Byron? He's right there. Yeah, he's a former Laker. That's Bird. right. You already know. Please. That's right. We know how that's gonna go. Yeah. Fuck Laquan. That's another one of those the sun the tree falls. I the think Byron. What the fuck were we talking about earlier? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So fuck Laquan. But anyway, that's not gonna last. So Gentry, who is a smart coach, that's you see right. what I'm saying. He gets he gets with the program now. Now, Boogie, you had to take Boogie because it's a once-in-a-lifetime type player. Of course. You know he doesn't really fit with your team. And we didn't give up much. Yeah, but fuck it. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to make the push. That's right. But Meritage, what a pickup, dude. And then Randall. And, then Randall, <laughs> and, I, and I love Randall. Uh, Randall, I'm just yeah. saying, Meritage Agreed. with AD is the perfect, perfect offset. And then those three together are unguardable. Now, unguardable. We can't guard everybody with those three, but we're unguardable. So, so that's the thing. And then you got a defensive-minded, super-intelligent athletic guard. Can I just say Scottie Pippen, man? Drew? Yes. Shorter. He but is, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't get credit but, uh, for I, being... I agree. That is impactful. More like a... More like a uh, no, you, know, you know who he is? He's Bruce Bowen. Okay. But with a better with, but okay. with better offense. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But he's a, he's a lockdown defender, period. On defense, he's Bruce Bowen. An offense, he can he, guard three positions. And on offense, he's uh, uh, Rod Strickland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Like a sort of like a I'm Marbury, like the kind of like the early for the first the first shoot first point guards. He's somewhere between you know Rod Strickland and Paul, Paul he, Pierce. He's not a Chris Paul. He's he not is. as good as Paul Pierce, but he's like slow and methodical. But he's like, like he's Paul like a, he's like a, he's like. Point guard frame, but but he's like a yeah. he's like a three in mentality, like you say, he's like yeah. a Scottie Pippen type player. Paul Pierce on offense, but but he's but he's but he's, good, but he's, he's got the point guard that's body, right. so that's why it's hard to define. That's right, and he's but, just steady as he. But goes. every team has one of those. That's my point now. Yeah, yeah you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like like either he's your sixth man or he's in your starting lineup, but like you might call him the point guard or the shooting guard, but he's neither really. Yeah. You know, like James Harden. What is exactly. James? What the fuck is James? That's it's, not, it, it's it's position positionless yeah. basketball. Yeah, James Harden is not a point guard. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, like it's been mm. fun, man. This season has been fun so yeah. far, not just for the Pelicans, but across the board. I love the NBA season. And each one more, like he's yeah. developing. Like it's just the it's the personnel wise, the teardrop from each one. Come on, I'm saying the personnel is perfect though for AD. Like, they are, yeah. Like unlike unlike Andrew Luck, like they actually put a team around AD. He can do something with. And, you know what and, and and what's crazy is uh, AD has turned in, you know, the superstars get better at something every year. Mm-hmm. And AD is suddenly a much better passer than he's been before. And it's Meritage rubbing off. He, it's a Meritage rubbing off. And Boogie, totally. too. Boogie, cause Boogie was a great and passer. He, um, but he's he's making Alfred Payton look as better than Alfred Payton's ever looked. That's for damn sure. And that's just because AD requires so much attention from the other team and he and he moves the ball around and so does Meritage. I mean it's it's gonna be it's hard it's hard A D is hard because he's like he's new. He's like a new 
He's like what Dirk was at the time. That's what AD is now. Like sure. there's gonna be like ten players like him ten years from now. He's a unicorn. But like, what the fuck is he right he's a now? Unicorn. It's hard. Just like it's like it's like a king. It's like yeah. You like but Tim Duncan. You're like yeah. And you like Kevin Garnett. You're like yeah, that too. Sure. But also he's also got the Pippen. Yep. And and the Malone because he can score. It's just, he's it, a once in a generation. It's player, a different you know. type of. And it's, and, but, but, but there's no because Carl Anthony Towns is, is like a he's almost like that he doesn't have it all together I'm just saying there's more there's these hybrid this, this, team, this team reminds me of the 76 Blazers I think we can win the championship this year well Bill Walton or was, how does Bill Walton came up again he remi- yeah, I, don't know. I know he reminds <laughs> he reminds me this team reminds me that since small market no one saw it coming you know and they beat the Celtics who they beat I think they beat the Celtics in the finals. Yeah, but they beat the Lakers. But they had to get through either the Lakers or the Suns or Rockets. It was the Rockets definitely do beat the Rockets? Yeah, because that might have been. But we just have to get through the Warriors. I'm. I feel like we could be the number three. I mean, I, I'm scared of the Jazz and I'm scared of the Nuggets. Both those teams are good, but but I, I think I think we're gonna. I think. Teams are going to be flummoxed by us. The, the way you guys were talking about the Saints earlier, when the Ravens game, just kind of like wearing you down, that's what this team does. The other night when I was at opening night against the Kings, it's just like, okay, it might only be a four-point game, but we're running it down their throat. And at some point, they're going to fucking tap out, and the Kings tapped out. There's going to be a lot of games this year where the opponents tap out because they're like, I, we can't play at this fucking pace anymore. It's too much to try and keep up with, you know? See, but you, you got to think about the formula because it, it, you know that shit started with the Suns, right? When it was Dan Tony and Gentry. Yeah. So Seven Steve Nash, like we don't like. I love Drew, but he's no Steve Nash. No, no AD is a lot better than Amari Stoudemire. Yep. So there's that's you know, but it's the it's the, it's the counterparts. But we have Meritage. Uh, yeah. Is our Sean Marion, I guess. Yes. Not the they, defender, obviously, that's but the passer. Point. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you got to look at it. Totally. That's you got to think about it. I yeah. mean. It, and that team could have made it to the finals if they, if they hadn't came off the bench when Robert Ory elbowed your boy. And uh, Adam Silver in today's age would not have uh, enforced those suspensions. Just no. David Stern can suck no, it. No, Marty Starmeyer got suspended. That was ridiculous. That was re- fucking ridiculous. Fucking it was stupid, man. And plus because Steve Nash got fucking hockey checked. They should have come off the Robert bench. Robert Ory would. That's some bullshit. I mean, Robert Ory knew what he was doing. Yeah, of course. Clearly. It's Robert Ory. Six titles or whatever it is. Seven, I think. Is it seven now? Steve oh, Kerr. Seven. Steve Kerr was on that team, too. It is seven. He also got five titles somehow. Yeah, he's got five, and I think Ori's got. So, look, man. Yeah, you Ori, got, has, Ori has more than Jordan. Um, Two with the Rockets, three with the Spurs. And the Lakers, right? And three with the Lakers. Yeah. I love that guy. And and for the last, like, three or four years of his career, he, he didn't play in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. He, he showed he dressed out. Yeah, yeah, well, he, yeah of course. And, they, he, they're, they're, and they're, he also, he was a partier. You know, yeah, and you could see like come All Star break, he'd start getting in the gym and start losing weight. Yeah, like during like he'd show up out of shape. Yeah, and start getting in shape in March. We learned that and from then, Shaq though. And then he'd play twenty minutes a game in the finals. That, that, but if you think about it, that like because Rick Rick Fox is like that. A lot of like a lot of things. Yeah. Have, that's why Kobe hated Shaq because he's like our whole team's fat because he. That's right. Like, <laughs> fucking hater, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> sure. Yes, of course. Because Kobe's carrying the weight the whole first half that's of the right. season. He's literally yeah. dragging dead weight down the court. Exactly. 
And then by January, he hits, like, Kobe's like, I'm fucking spunt. He's like, already done like, 3,500 minutes. Like, yeah, fucking is. Robert Horry's, like, fat ass been sitting on the bench. He plays, like, two minutes a game. He's drinking five figures of whiskey every <laughs> right, night. Exactly. Smoking cigars like a whiskey bus. <laughs> right, like he's already retired. Like, <laughs> exactly. He's like, dude, are you the general manager? Well, you're him. You know. And Rick At Fox gave to the rookies. And Rick Fox is like, like, that's a lucky bastard. We are, you, you know, we are... But yeah, Vanessa Williams and two championship rings. I'm like, you should write a book. Rick Fox is like, like fucking pulled that off. Colin Miramax being like, let's make this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> How the fuck did I pull that off? Speaking Hashtag of Rick Fox. <laughs> Speaking of movies, man, you got a you got a movie in the New Orleans Film Festival this yeah, week. Yeah, I do. Um, you want to tell us about it? The Funeral Band. Yeah. Um, I was a, one of the producers, and I'm uh, in the movie. Uh, our good friend Nick Pino, he wrote and directed it, uh, and it's cool. Yeah, I went to the premiere yesterday. How'd it go? It was cool. All my lines got laughs, which is not a surprise. Oh, good. That's that's why I'm there mostly when I'm in these movies. It was good, man. It was really like very, very touching, and um, it's a great little story. And I can see like it definitely has potential to be bigger because like there's characters that you want to know about, you know. So what do you mean uh, be bigger? Like, you guys think like about making it into a feature? Yeah, or making it into like a series maybe. Oh, or something. yeah, like a Netflix series or something. Mm-hmm. Like a, like Atlanta or something like that. But Maybe not that deep. More like a... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And so it's planned again uh, on Thursday. The, the closing day, right? 1.30 at the CAC. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. uh, is it? An, is it, it's a short, right? Yeah, it's nine so minutes. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, but not a lot of the shorts at the New Orleans Film Festival don't get their own slots. They're usually like combined with a bunch of other shorts. Yeah, it's in a, it's in the um, terror. It's, it's in a slot like a Louisiana. There's like six okay. movies in a yeah, I see in a, a bundle. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So you had a good audience yesterday for it. Yeah, it was sold out. It pertained. Oh, nice, sweet. That's a big theater. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. So you had another that. movie called um, Street Fight that Jamie Newman was in. That was pretty funny. Yeah. A couple of them got a little too deep. There was one, they were like, you know, I think that's why people liked our movie because it was like, it had a good message and it was like, but it was like comedy. Like some people were like, went in. It's like, yeah. what am I watching? Right? Like, you know what I mean? I had to like, I had to leave early anyway because I had to go to Cyril's thing. So I didn't see the last movie. But Right. How was Cyril's thing? Oh, that was 70th birthday Civic. Yeah. That was incredible. Like everybody, literally everybody showed up. And it was like, there's packed, way more people backstage played? than out, the, out in the was crowd. Elaine, was Elaine back there? Very <laughs> possible. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> did you did you perform? <laughs> did you perform during I was that? just the host. Yeah. Okay, you're the uh, host. Me me and Jeremy Smith. Are you serious? Me and Jeremy Smith and um and Eric Burt right. were were tailed to keep order. Which was like ridiculous. Uh-huh. I mean, I was just, a, I mean, Jeremy was a stage manager. Eric, I guess, was, I guess they were both stage man. I don't know. The were point you like, was, were you like an MCN? I was MCing okay. the gig. But, you know, the rails went off pretty quick. I mean, it was like, you know, it went to everybody Shamara, Glenn David, Galactic, Erica Falls, Irma Kane, Deacon John, Cyril. You know, it was all all the any shorty, yeah. new breed, Corey Henry. You know, it was like nice, everybody. Yeah, it's like all the first families and all the <clears throat> cousins. <Yeah. clears throat> it, was, it was it was definitely a very 
It was a green time. It was. That's yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to bring up one thing real quick, man, because I hope this isn't a sore subject. Man, every now and again you get like depressed when you see some shit. Uh huh. You know? I was at your show at Tipitina's, uh-huh. uh, Low End Theory Players. Right. Great show, man. Yeah, thanks. And clearly you guys rehearsed a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of MCs, a bunch of female MCs, male MCs. There's porn section. There's It's just it's a fucking dope show. Right. Kind of history, hip hop kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and then after you guys played. <laughs> There was the Japanese breakfast. Oh my god, it was horrible. And so, okay, she literally was just hitting buttons. She's all so like she had, when I walked out, she was just playing a Whitney Houston song. She, it, like no mix. There just was like a, she was. What is it? Like, she dialed up she, Spotify. Like a, like a DJ. And, look, and here's what happened. Look, okay, I will say this: her show is a free show, so the crowd doubled from the time, the crowd size from the time that Low and Theory players finished, and she like busted out her laptop. And she literally, as we were walking out, was just on Spotify playing, Oh, we don't have somebody to make somebody to love me. That song. And all these fucking Tulane kids are in like pajamas going fucking nuts. Like they showed up in pajamas. And and, and, And I'm like, this is what it's come down to, bro. That's what's happening. There was this brilliant fucking show. Yeah. With all these brilliant fucking artists doing this brilliant fucking music. Yeah. And the history of it. Yeah. Yeah, that should be fucking on HBO, by the way. You know, yeah. and if you're like, hey, why don't you don't you, do you know how to play an instrument at all? Like, you're the get off my lawn person. It's not like she was mashing yeah. shit up, dude. No, she wasn't. She was doing. It wasn't like, even. It was no, no, it was nothing. nothing. I, I, there's a lot of DJs I love and respect. And I mean, yeah, like, of course. Cookie Mars is a good friend. Of she mine. just I, went to Spotify and said, Nick Pino, Jermaine Quiz. I consider him a yeah. great artist. I've, he's yeah, co-produced right. a lot. Of, I mean, there's not. There's an art. I mean, you know, I, I need, was get off. Like I get myself shit because yeah. I DJ at the Starlight and I flip back because right. I'm using a laptop and like a, a interface. But you know, I'm actually making like the show. I'm actually You're there's actually shit happening. Yeah, it's not like I'm just not from one not, song to the other. She was just like Whitney Houston song. And bro. then she would just jump up and down and do it like. And then, but then James Martin got on stage. Did yeah, you see that? Yeah, that was hilarious. And he started dancing like Elaine from Seinfeld, and I took a bunch of video of it. It was great. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Tips because Carl didn't play the night before, and Carl didn't have a crowd either. Like the upstairs wasn't even open. Weird. And Carl really? usually sells out Tips. That's nuts. There was a, there was a lot of publicity behind that show too. I don't know. Yeah, That's I weird. Because this is the high season right now. Yeah, last, I don't know what happened. Like, like the, I mean, there was, we had a lot of competition Saturday. I understand. There was a lot of shit. But uh, Outcast, when we did it in March, it was like like over sold that totally. place out. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And the first Tribe show was sold out, right? Or yeah, and I've been hearing it. a bunch of rumblings about tips from other people. Oh, I see. Like in regards to, you know. What's next for the low end theory players? Are you guys going to do I think we might do the Outcast again, but probably at the Joy Theater. Okay, that makes sense. It'd be easier for me to not have to bike all the way over there. Right. <laughs> it's all about uh, you. Joel. I don't like all this uptown shit, dude. Let's keep it downtown. Yeah, uptown is, is. I think it's getting weird now because of what we just were talking exactly. about. Exactly. I mean, it's always been had that element, but I think it's like there was always a, a, a sanction of New Orleans people that would outweigh the college shit. But I don't think I don't think that exists uptown anymore. That's right. So that's right. They were kind of screwed in that regard. So yeah. tips, tips might be a, hopefully, not, but may fall victim to that. I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Um, and then you got your uh, your OZ show. and uh, No, I don't. I, I stopped doing it. Is that not happening anymore? No, I'm about to start a podcast. Man. Oh, you can start a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Have you ever thought about going back? You did a very short run at WHIV, right? 
Yeah, I would like to go back there, actually. Uh, our next guest is uh, uh, Mark Allen. And he, you know Mark Allen? I think I think, he, I think he run, I think he runs it, operates it. Yeah, I probably met him. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a show there for like two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, um, I would, yeah, that that place. That's a good home for you, I think. Yeah, I would I would guess. Wait, but, what? But, uh, oh yeah, WHIV. Yeah, but podcasting, yeah. you're doing that next, and you got a co-host in mind for that, man. Arson Delay. Yeah, and uh, Cyril Neville's gonna be my first guest. Nice. Yeah, she asked me about it. Like we were on stage, and like everybody was on stage, like all the Indians. And he was like, "Hey, man." I want to know about that thing you want me to do. I'm like, right now? I'm like, it's your birthday, like, in the middle of your like, birthday celebration. That's great. <laughs> I, I love like, that. Yeah. Top of mind. Man. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. That's so, yeah, cool. I'm trying to get on that. I'm going to make it happen. So, yeah. I mean, well, we got to make this. Well, you know, I'm making a record. Of course, you know, yeah. in three like three weeks. So, I got to do that. Yeah, right. That's fun. Is there anything to talk about of that? Or is it all ben like, Elman is, um, No, it's not. Ben Elman's yeah. producing it. Okay. Yeah. I'm Sweet. happy about that. Shortly, uh, just recently off the Walter Wolfman album, right? Yeah, so um, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Word. And I, I just got some email to Orange sent me about some Japanese TV show or something. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like in, in California. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, sure, yeah. whatever it is. I'm like, California be on TV, man. Sure. Why not? <laughs> All right, man, Mr. Derek Freeman. Thank you for coming on the podcast. All right, Again, excellent. The, uh, our my fa- second our, podcast our, today, by the way. Are, are you serious? Yeah, really? I'm serious. Was young. I was on a, my boy Upfield Life B Gets from Philly. He okay. was in town for some reason. Recording here locally? He was yeah, I did, yeah, I did it in nice. Bywater. All right. Oh, cool. cool. Derek, thanks nice. for coming on, man, as always. Of you're course. our favorite recurring guest. I hope you never like grow out of our podcast and we'll always come back because our listeners <laughs> love you. Ladies and gentlemen, Derek Freeman. It's a good life, babe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. We'll catch up with you next time. Uh, I got a show coming up, a Green Demons show on this Saturday at Portside Lounge. Joel, you got anything going on? I want to shout out to AP because we haven't shouted him out in a while. And he oh, yeah. Us, he sent us a Facebook message. He did. I haven't, I haven't, respond, I, I haven't had I haven't, time. I haven't had time to look at it yet either. <laughs> man. I'm going to take a look at that. And then Big right Jeff now. Landry, shout out to you. That's it. Excellent. All right, folks, we'll catch up with you next time. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. See you then. Yeah, you're right.